Hi, I'm Madonna. I'm your worst nightmare. To rule the world. Why don't you show them what you do, honey? You've never had more fun with anyone else. People, people, we gotta move on to the next song. Somewhere Sweet, and I'm a bitch. You know what I mean? And that's always been the way it is. I'm, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm waiting. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey, everybody, it's Stefan. Hey, guys, it's Tony. How's everyone doing? Hello, Tony. How, how are you? Uh, you know, I, I actually can't complain. It's uh, Friday night and the lights are low. There you go. Well, later in the show, we are going to take a look at some of Madonna's most haunting and dark moments. But first, <laughs> let's give a big MLVC welcome to hairstylist, makeup artist, photographer, filmmaker, and designer, Michael Angelo. Michael, welcome to the program. Hi, guys. Hi, Michael. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. I am really so psyched to be here. It's insane. I'm a super <laughs> fan. Ah, oh, well, we love that, and we did not pay him to say that, everyone. <laughs> 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 I don't even know his Venmo. <laughs> I literally feel like we're old and dear friends. I have spent so much car time with you. I feel like you, Erotica, my Jeep, it's all real. Oh, oh I love so that. Nice. <laughs> Where are you driving? Well, you know. Or you're being was, driven. What, no, I bought a car because so many of my fancy clients move to fancy places that mm. I have to go service them wherever they need to be serviced. Mm. It's one of those Muhammad goes to the mountain situations. Absolutely. <laughs> Girl, have cash, we'll travel. <laughs> uh, so, Tony, why don't you give everyone a little bit of information about Michael? Absolutely. Michael Angelo is an artist, designer, and the owner of Wonderland Beauty Parlor in New York City. His work as a hairstylist and makeup artist has been photographed by Stephen Mizell, wow, Mario Testino, Double Wow, Bruce Weber, what? Mark Seliger, Rolling Stone, right? And Inez and Benoud, oh, geez, wow, that's great. Uh, for covers and pages of nearly every major fashion magazine in the world. His short film, Carlo Cristo, features Carlos Leon as Jesus Christ and his collection of the world's first scratch and sniff wallpaper for, oh my God, am I going to say this right? Flavor paper <laughs> called the Fruit Cocktail Collection benefited the human rights campaign and is included in the permanent collection at the Smithsonian Institution's Cooper Hewitt National Design Museum. My God, Welcome that is a again. mouthful. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh... <laughs> We we strive to have a multi for people, but yeah, it still seems like a, a lot of a lot of words. But wow, Michael, that's amazing. You've been I love that you've been photographed by some of like the biggest names in the world. Okay, well let's get clear. I have not been photographed by um, those names, but my work has. Well, I, your work, it's no, I know. It's I color terrible. and cut some really cool people. I mean, were there some instances where maybe your hands made it into the shot? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've totally been like, you know, yes, absolutely that has happened. It's really See, fun. So, so you have been, all right. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> were, yeah, so you were on set while all of those photographs were happening? So mm -hmm. you were there. Some yes, some no. Because I take care of a lot of fancy people, my work kind of goes fancy places with them. And mm -hmm. the weirdest way I can be lazy and stay at home and let them do all the heavy lifting and make me look better than I really am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're, in, you're in the trailer there on the in, in the desert exactly exactly and that's why it's called a career guys <laughs> <laughs> um so this is technically our halloween episode but 
uh, well, as closest to Halloween episode as we're going to ever get people. I, I mean, feel like we've been in Halloween this whole year. Yeah. Uh, for the last four years, personally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been, I've, I've been eating candy, like it's going out of business. Ooh, and... What kind of candy? Well, actually, I, um, my There's good friend. There's a answer to this question. No, there is actually my good friend, John Taylor, who I, I actually met when I was, no, not during her. Uh, I met him <laughs> in, in London and he sent me this really nice, uh, parcel as they call it over there of smarties and rollos uh two of my favorite british candies so i've been eating that and i is still it, have a tony bunch left. yes is it hard candy <laughs> no it's not oh. <laughs> actually little known fact i don't enjoy hard candy i mean i enjoy the album but i don't enjoy hard candy because i get overzealous and then i just i I don't want to break my teeth. In other words, you know. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never been a fan of it. Like, what about you? Something about you, teeth. Michael, it's all about like the hot tamale. <laughs> that's right. I mean, right. that's what she. That's her candy. You got That's her candy, you and I, I love, I love uh, hot tamales, but I can't have more than like five. You know, so I don't know how she does it with that mouth. On I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not a spicy candy fan. I, I like chocolate or um, Skittles, something fruity. <laughs> <laughs> something trick or treat yeah yeah exactly um but yeah so uh michael are you are you dressing up for halloween this year are you gonna have a costume i don't know i'm gonna dress some other people up this year for halloween and then we'll see how i feel about um maybe i'll throw on a liner and a wig and call it a costume <laughs> tony you are you dressing um, I hadn't thought about it until maybe a couple of days ago. I don't have anywhere to go, but, I, you know, right before we started recording, I was online at HalloweenCostumes.com. This is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And the um, Halloween, Halloween is, uh, <laughs> Halloween.com is not sponsoring the Elmo. No. Uh, and you know, I found myself in the, uh, Madonna costume accessories page and you know, <laughs> I, I had a hard time deciding between the, uh, you know, the lace gloves or, you know, the diva headset with microphone. So. So, um, yeah, just I'll let you guys know if I do come up with a Halloween costume. Maybe Nikki Finn. That's always easy. I got the that's eyebrows. You know? Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, if you have like a little see-through knit top and uh, like a, a tutu and some spin, some, you know, A PVC bra. Yeah. You know? yeah. What about you, Stefan? How are you? Textbook. Oh, how, how, were, you, were you as challenging to navigate around <laughs> as the sex book is? It was hard to flip through my pages. Yeah. Did, well, did your spiral come undone? <laughs> Indeed it did. See, that I actually lost would, a few pages on the street. That did you lose the CD? <laughs> duo costume. If you could, someone could be the sex book and then someone could be the spiral. Right. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Right. I, I don't know why nobody. So Stefan, how are, how are you going to scare the kids this year? Ha. Um, let me see. I mean, my go-to costume for the last couple years has been a jaded single gay man in New York City. But mm. um, I've I've dressed that. Yeah, that. I mean, who, I've, who I've, has? If if you don't do that at least one year, I mean, are you really experiencing New York City Halloween? Or the other famous costume uh, in New York is a man with ten guys in drag around him. Right. It, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know if drag can be considered a Halloween costume anymore. It's so mainstream now. It's like you'd have to be like a character in drag. In order I think to, you're like, right. I guess if you go out in drag, people just assume you're working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, who are you? I'm, I'm, no, I'm on my way to work. Yeah, um, I'm, no, I'm entertaining you tonight, bitch. <laughs> no, no specific costume. I mean, I, look, my old go-to, like you said, I have nowhere to go. My old go-to costume has always been. Um, uh, 
backup dancer from Madonna's Don't Tell Me video, i.e. cowboy, but it's mm-hmm. you know, like low effort, high concept. That's the way to go for Halloween. That way you don't spend hours working on right. something. Well, you know, I don't celebrate Halloween. My Halloween is when I go to a Madonna concert. I spent like two weeks working on my right. God Control outfit for the Madame X tour in Philadelphia. and That was exquisite. You really, I was brilliant oh thanks yeah. i mean yeah like literally i i we ordered my, sean and, and i we ordered stuff online we had you know stuff being delivered sean. i was hand hand sean. stitching and <laughs> hand painting and it was i mean a, look a madonna liked it so you know she did she uh, she yeah. commented your 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 outfits are cute she said speaking of madonna let's talk about this week in chicone Ooh, yeah we've got a lot to unpack this week i think okay so let's first start with the release of the Madame X perfume. I mean, we literally, we had just finished recording last week's episode and I hopped online and there was the email from Madonna.com saying, get it now. So only 400, <laughs> Limited only quantities. 400 bottles available. Um, okay, look, we're not going to order it. So we are... No, I know, don't have the money. I'm unemployed. We're going to challenge you guys, our beloved listeners. So if any of you guys bought it, uh, record a voice memo, send it to us and uh, we'll put it on the show. You guys are going to get it. Okay. Are you? Well, it, I am. I work in beauty. It's kind of important to me business wise. I think she's savvy, and I actually think the description of the fragrance is pretty spot on. I was excited by it. I, I I've read that it's supposed to smell like Portrait of a Lady, so I'm I'm actually curious because I love she's the way that smells. Very very high maintenance specific controlling, <laughs> right? Like those are things we love about her. I want somebody working in beauty that's that kind of detailed and, and meticulous. creative and meticulous. I love the skincare. I love the MDNA. I, I, oh. I feel confident. So do we. Me. They're a friend of oh the podcast. Oh my God, it's so good. I, I, we need more of it. Yeah. I just did my beauty rolling to get ready for you boys. Oh, oh thank you. I, I need a roller. I, I mean, just use, I use my foam roller. roller. I use my foam roller. It's not the same. MDNA skin has afterpay now, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> For all you well, local fans. When you get the perfume, Michael, you will have to yes. let us know. I, I read that there's like a node of patchouli, which made me excited because, uh, as everyone knows, I always equate Madonna to smelling like the Like a Prayer album, which is patchouli. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to smell that it. There's such a magic detail when we opened that album up and sniffed it, right? Uh, like I David know. Letterman when he opens up the top left hand desk drawer. <laughs> oh her panties her panties um erotica remixes what uh, oh yeah it's so been exciting. like i love that we're getting all back catalog stuff um mm-hmm. it's I coming mean, it's coming it's fast about and furious and we uh got all We've those remixes patient. i mean i remember when they came out and i loved them i think i have the cd single somewhere yeah, I know. I have the the twelve inch single and the CD single, and I, I have I love nothing how... to listen to CDs on. Though my my new laptop doesn't have a CD drive, I I, I would need to like physically buy a, an external CD drive in order to listen to them. I, I still have TaskRabbit to put all of my CDs on a hard drive. Oh, nice. Was he hot? A little bit. <laughs> Did, can you request that? I've never done a TaskRabbit. They have profile photos. I'm, oh, I'm, so you can like pick who it is? Well, I'm just saying they have profile photos. This is Mark. His biceps are this size. It's like Stop. If you know, like if they're shirtless. That's just the like, wrong app. That's the wrong app. <laughs> That's the wrong app. <laughs> or maybe not. Well, if but it's yeah, not, it's, somebody needs to get on that. You know, like hot TaskRabbit. You know, like, come on. So I'm curious, uh, Erotica Remix says, Michael, which one do you like the best? Because oh. there's always a separation between the uh, Masters at Work and uh, William Orbit. 
Okay, this is so hard. That's like such a major and, and massively important question. It is. is. It's like choosing a child. What was yes. the one you were jamming out to before we got on? Well, I was so excited about her big release um, that I had it all going. Uh, so I, I played it beginning to end to get ready for you. Mm. And I just bought a Jeep, so I'm super excited about those Jeep beats. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to like low roll through the streets of yes. like the West Village and just like windows down do it before it gets too cold yeah <laughs> riding dirty with erotica plane. but i love the sex book mix the most for like all time because it has that extra little bit mm-hmm. dirty in it well yeah that's that's why i love the william orbit 12 inch because it uses the vocal track from the erotic you know the sex remix i love the, saying the like different sex. lyrics 12 inch William orbits 12 inch. It's just all a perfect breath. I know it's so good. And then he's got this like a vocal sample in there that where it says it's a man saying it sets me on fire. And that's from story of O. It's really good. Oh, what's the one that she, I think it's the first one on the, on the track listing. It's sort of like the version that she used at the girly show. Yeah. That's the uh, Ken Liu and B-Boy, but it's actually uh, Masters at Work just using a different moniker. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I love that. Just because it's the version she ended up using Mm -hmm. at at the girly show. Whenever I hear that scream, I always think of Carrie Ann and Abba. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coming down the pole. Coming down the pole. Good old Carrie Ann. All right. And we also got um, the high res of the erotica video. I know that makes... You know, it's that's important to a lot of us. You know, the high res. Sort of strange that they would release a high res because the the video itself was shot in sixteen millimeter film. I mean, it's not a high res video in general. Like, well, I mean, a high res of a high res, high res of the low res. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you had a peek at that video that floats around? That sort of all the behind the scenes stuff that was put together. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Oh. I have the VHS. Tony has and it. The yeah, DVD. I was say he's oh. got on a VHS. Actually, I have I have an assignment. I, I told Stefan I was going to do this. I'm going to upload it and put it on a YouTube page because uh, a lot of people, after we spoke about it in the sex episode, uh, people were asking where they could find it because now online you can only find clips of it. But I have the whole 45 minute version, so Ooh. I'll I'll get to it, guys. You it's know, a nudge masterpiece. Me, nudge me if you have to. You should just start like a gallery show and just put it on a television somewhere and put it in the dark. <laughs> and that way it can kind of like everyone comes in with their masks on and it's very like eyes wide shut and creepy and what's you know, going I on. Have and- a projector in the salon and sometimes we play that on the projector on the wall and it really does. Like, everybody's curious. Everybody wants to know. Everyone's well, I know what I want to do for Halloween now. I mean, so, <laughs> can we have this for Halloween, Michael? I mean, let's go. I'm game. I'm game. I, you know, uh, I, I was watching that um, high res of the video of Erotica today, and I thought she was 34 when she was doing this video and the sex book and whatnot. And I thought, what was I doing when I was 34? And I'm like, I certainly wasn't doing something this risque. Like, mm-hmm. Just thinking that that's what she was doing at 34, I was like, wow, that's so ballsy. Like, think about, like, when I mean, she was walking naked on a highway in Miami, I'm like, most people wouldn't even do that, much less like, swim naked with Isabella Isabella Rossellini in a pool. You I know. know. It's funny. I feel like when you talk to people who are younger than us about these things, I feel like such a coot, like an old man. <laughs> but it's it, it was really groundbreaking. Nobody was doing it. 
Yeah. Honestly, if you flip through Instagram, who isn't walking down the highway naked these days? True. I know, right? I mean, everything. This, yeah, they're doing everything for the gram. This yeah. year, for for my birthday, I, I like just walked casually down the highway. No, say, when no, did no, that no. happen? I just like looked up and I was like, "What did what was Madonna doing when she turned my age?" Which we won't say. Oh. And um, mm-hmm. and yeah, she was doing confessions. I'm just like, "What the fuck am I doing?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> did you see her confessions bang today on the ground? Yes. yes. Wait, don't jump ahead. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. <laughs> um, my uh, one other thing on erotica, uh, that creepy hand puppet always like gets to me. Uh, I had like, one. Like the exact yes, like I immediately grabbed it. I wanted Where? one. I couldn't it was find not one. hard to find, like in Chinatown. Oh, see, I was, I, in Portland. I was in Portland, Oregon, so I couldn't find one there. <laughs> I grew up very close to Manhattan, and the Halloween that Erotica came out, I went out that Halloween as Erotica. I just sort of ran around the village and grabbed whatever things I could afford and or slip into a shopping bag. Okay, and, stop right uh, there. Describe your costume. Oh, gosh. I, oh, so I wore a... Um, sort of leather and chains top with obviously the, you know, proper erotica mask, you know, the Lone <laughs> Ranger number, right. side part, very careful <laughs> goatee. And I found um, chaps at, uh, on St. Mark's Place at Trash and Vaudeville. Oh, I love um, that place. Denim, stretchy ones. And uh, I went to Webster Hall Halloween party. Oh. And I met Mark Almond there that night and he flirted me. Oh my God. And you could have been a sex number. dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> was it a threesome with the hand puppet? No, but my God, I, that hand puppet was so freaking scary. Mm-hmm. Do you still have it? No. Oh, I was going to no. say, take a picture of it and send it to us. I just, I'd, I'd love to see it. <laughs> if anybody has a picture of a, hand, of a creepy hand puppet. No, I, I actually, um, after the show, I'll, I'll tell you who does. I saw Ooh, it on Instagram. Oh, love. Sorry. Yeah, this is, well, maybe <laughs> one day we'll have like a, up post podcast like side project the, or something the, the after show <laughs> yeah then after show <laughs> where all the, all the gossip happens tbd yeah. all right well yeah so now up to hung up uh for some reason i'm not sure is there an anniversary for hung up because suddenly the the high-res performances yeah from- it seems like every week there's a new madonna anniversary that we're celebrating i um, honestly i've been losing track there yeah. seems to be so many it's like now it's the release of the sex book and now it's the release of the erotica album and now it's the release of this video and that video i the hung up i think hung up had um an anniversary the release of the single and uh i think do you think she's right? just doing research for the movie and like oh yeah that was a great video let's put it out in high res I would, I would think, I would hope that that's part of it. I would also hope that a lot of this is happening because Mariah's been doing it all summer. Ew. You know, my thought <laughs> is she, obviously, as we know, everything has to come down to money. That they needed, <laughs> they needed to have a like a business reason to fund the release of some of these. You know, because somebody has to be doing you know, finding the remixes, making sure that they're okay, uploading them to Spotify and uploading stuff to YouTube and whatnot. I venture to say they probably baked in the marketing costs into her Madame X budget. And so they were waiting for the tour to be over because obviously they didn't want to release anything while the Madame X tour is going on because it dilutes the Madame X era. So wait until the tour's over when they know she's not going to be doing anything because as we know, Madonna's very scheduled. They knew there was going to be this empty time where she's going to be writing with Diablo and they were like, let's release everything then. And so 
that's why we're getting, I think, this and glut it starts of the stuff. frenzy. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. chumming the water. Right. And, and we, then that we, way, it's a build up to the movie because we're all finally getting old stuff. It's, you know, I mean, I, every day when I'm in the gym, I hear old Madonna music now and I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> Do you think it's finally that it's just long enough ago that people start to rediscover it? I mean, I think people discover Madonna all the time. Uh, we, get, yeah. we get notes from people saying, I just heard this for the first time. And I'm like, what a gift you've been given. I know. I, if, I could, if I could hear erotica for the first time tonight, that would blow my mind. Do you remember the first time you heard it? Oh, I did. I did. Uh, me and the guy who lived across the hall uh, got in his car and drove around Portland and listened to the whole album twice. And I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I mean, it was like, is this, I mean, cause the last thing I'd heard was justify my love and rescue me. You know what I mean? I was like, this is, this is too much. Like, please slow down, <laughs> slow the car down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to be getting some more gifts along the way. I, I don't know. I think I've, I saw a schedule of like, I think the Rescue Me mixes are coming, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I think there's more Madonna goodies. To well, arrive. you know, we are all anxiously awaiting the Madame X tour film, so hopefully we'll get that before Christmas. Or I don't you know, know. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would I re- love, love to have had it in time to buy it as a <laughs> Christmas gift for myself, but... Um, um, well, we'll see. We'll see. And of course, we'll be here to discuss it when Absolutely. it does come yeah. out. So as we all know, Madonna's just dyed her hair pink, right? And oh, ooh, cut ooh. it. I mean, is it, can you call it a bob or is it, um. I think I'd say a lob. It's like a little longer than a bob. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. So great. yeah. I think it looks great, 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 great. It's the, and, hair, it's the haircut and color that has shocked the Madonna-verse. And Michael, since you are a hair expert... You're, uh-huh. you're 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 now the MLVC podcast hair expert. Just I, so you know, I, this is a lifetime goal achieved. <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten the and first. I don't think anybody else gets titles on this show. And now we've got our that. hair correspondent. My yeah. <laughs> going over my desk immediately. I love that. I love that we have a hair course. We're going. We're going live to our oh, hair correspondent. God, I'm dead. Michael Angelo. Um, yeah, tell us. Is is it a is it a bob? Is it what is it? I, listen, I had a half a heart attack the other day. I thought it was a wig because she's. Oh my god! Breath. You were messaging me about that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I swear, Michael, it's mm-hmm. not a wig. I sent him. Michael was uh, Tony. You you were blessedly left out of this this oh, okay. fia- fiasco. <laughs> Michael was freaking out because he saw a glint of light on one of her hair, a ray of light on one of uh-huh. her hair strands, and thought it was a wig. It's a wig, he said. It's a wig, and I'm like, Michael, it's not a wig. You saw the video of her getting her hair done. No, it's. A I wig. know, but she's a sneaky bitch. You know, she could get a wig with roots on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> She loves to tease us. I know, but I feel like every time Madonna's wore a wig, I can tell because uh-huh. when she wears her hair naturally, she like, you know, it doesn't wear her. She wears it. Yes. Yeah. The hairline on all of her Madame X wigs was very different than her natural hairline. And if you look at the pink hair, it's definitely, I mean, just go to that. Yes. Yes. I sent you those screen grabs because I was like, no, no, I know. And I, <laughs> I slowed down the video of her getting her hair done where they're like pulling <laughs> the roots back. And, and you can see the actual roots of her hair and like they're pulling yes. it away from her scalp. And I was like, it's not a wig. That's good. Really, I mean, I think yeah. it's, it seems like it's reinvigorated her creatively and energetic. I, you know what? Also, in addition to the hair, I, I do think that her knee and her hip are feeling much better. So she's And as of, a result, she's 
looking better. Yes. Yeah, she looks it, happier. Yeah, she looks happier, and she's doing these, like, you know, very Kardashian-esque photo shoots, you know, with, like, her assistants. And, I mean, she's having fun. It looks like she is. No and one's holding her up. beautiful work. It's inspiring. And I, I love that so much about her when she, um, mm-hmm. yeah, she throws that inspiration in the water for us. Those photo I mean, shoots are so good. Beautiful. I know those photo shoots. I wonder how those start, guys. Is it like, all right, everyone, it's time for a photo shoot. Yes. Those are totally rolling. I wonder what kind of music bad. is playing. Put the twins to bed. Mama's yeah. got to do a photo shoot out by the car. I need someone to do a 30-minute loop of Champagne Rosé, please. Thank you. <laughs> but I love how beautifully she's done that, like, sort of more romantic Frida Kahlo-inspired. Mm-hmm. And then those more slick with the car. She took it two different directions. And she's so good at it. And she looks ageless. Yes. Yeah, she's looking great. She's looking Iconic. great. I, 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 I want to look. Glass. I, actually, this that is would not, be a really good Halloween costume. The yeah. the pink, all black look with the pink hair and the sunglasses by a car. I mean, come on. Who are you supposed to be? I'm Madonna. Yeah. Obviously. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. Hello. No, and I feel like this is a good, I mean, I'm not a hair professional, but I just shaved my head. So, you know, that tells you all I know about hair. Sexy. So, <laughs> um, she dyes her hair pink and it makes her look younger. So I'm thinking, and this is not a criticism that when her hair is like bleach blonde, almost white compared with her skin, it at this age, I feel like it might be just too, too much, you know, she should be going more romantic hues, you know, like, like, like that red that she had in her erotica phase or this pink or a Brown. I mean, I'm, I'm just dreaming out loud. <laughs> yeah it gives a little more depth and dimension but you know she's got such a masterful team like they really make everything work so well with her well michael you you as a result got pink hair didn't you didn't you no actually i i i made my hair pink earlier this summer because i just was over everything and all of it and i just was like ah fuck it and <laughs> okay. then after that i went sort of a little blue greenish and now it's just 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 petering out but um, the Wall Street Journal and I had a chat about um, post-pandemic hair and I just said that a lot of my blondes had gone pink which was true um, myself included and then Mad showed up with her pink hair and I just feel like it's a real pinkapalooza mm-hmm. I feel like Frenchie why do you think everyone's <laughs> doing that? because I think pink's a very polite fuck you it's like I'm not like the other blondes don't mix it up mm-hmm. right? It's I, I'm I find like even some of my Tribeca mommies when they go pink, it's a little bit like making it clear on the the pickup line that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm the cool mom. Yes, I'm the mom who goes to a Madonna concert. Thank you very much. Yeah. I don't mind staying up for Madame X. Right, <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, Tony was always he was sleeping during the the pre show music. I'm so Stefan, wake me up when she comes on. Okay, okay. Hey, do you guys think that these some of these photos are for a calendar? I mean, has she, has she done the annual calendar? I used to buy that every year. I did I too. I took. I think she. I don't think she has one this year. I think the last one she had, I didn't buy because it was just all of her record albums. Yeah, and we. And I thought, no, I want yeah. fresh yeah, and original fresh. photos. You know, like I want. I want stuff done specifically for a calendar, Madonna. Yes. I don't want I don't want rehashed albums. And I don't think she had one this year. Yeah, because you guys remember, I mean, listeners. And, oh, I have tons of and them. And you too. Yeah, I mean, it, that the calendar was always an opportunity to see 
photos we hadn't seen anywhere before. I love you the know? calendar that was around like a prayer. That's oh, I love that oh, one with yes. the white stripe in the front oh, of the hair. Oh my yes. God, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. I love I love the calendar from 93 where all those photos from the Rain album were on where she was in the pool with mm. her hair. Oh, and, and, yeah. and the hair was like pinkish, reddish, blonde. Well, that was recovering from pink because remember she did it like pink for fever. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it famously, was supposed to wash out but did not. Famously, her hair was ruined and she had to cut it really short, almost shave it. And that's, that's where we got it, it early. It started time. breaking, right? Didn't she say that it was like she was, yeah. her hair it was breaking? It was a breakthrough moment for our girl. <laughs> but it was, oh my God, that was the first time we'd seen her with hair that short. So that, chic though. Yeah, it was so good. So since we're talking about, you know, Madonna's you know, dye jobs. Yeah. Or some uh, of her successful and not successful hair. Yeah. Tell us about some of her. I mean, we don't have to talk about anything from 1983 to 1989 because that hair was a mess, but. Uh, oh, stop. <laughs> that was classic Madonna. It was punk. It was, it was, some of that was really punk, you know, downtown East Village home dye jobs. Like her weird orangey yellow blonde color on that first album cover shoot. Mm-hmm. It was Manic Panic. By the rule book. Yeah, but I think she was just doing a bad bleach out of a brown dye. But it was legendary. She she makes stuff work that other people can. Because she's I know, not so crit. Mm-hmm. No, no, I I totally respect her for that. I mean, I I guess I say it was a mess because in my junior high and high school in Houston, Texas, I had to watch people try to recreate these looks oh, to a I'm very so a, a lesser degree. Yeah, in Texas. Oof. Imagine a blonde ambition blonde look in like, you know, Oof. 11th grade, you know. So sorry. <laughs> I think they're still doing that, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, they they call it something else, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so, so yeah, tell us tell us what look uh that I think about was a game changer for me creatively um in terms of inspiration when she came out uh True Blue. Mm-hmm. That was breakage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mm-hmm. had she had very heavy highlights, and then they bleached her for Live to Tell. Right. And then they did another round of bleach over that, and the ends when. And she came out that gorgeous, short, white, blonde hair. And I remember my eyes were on fire. Like, yeah. I wanted to like, bleach everyone's hair and cut it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember that came out, and it was so stark. No one had ever seen her like that, and they were Beautiful. saying she looks like Jean Seberg. And I had to like go to. The, I went, you guys. I went to the oh, library. I was say you had to go to an encyclopedia. Or a I went to the library and I looked up Jean Seberg in the card catalog. Oh. <laughs> Our Miss Brooks. That's how we did it. That's how we did it. Yeah, I mean, what other? I mean, obviously, that was like a jaw-dropping transformation for her when she went into like the quote unquote Marilyn Monroe phase of her yes. hair. But um oh, wait, were there other you... were there other moments where she did like huge transformation cuts like that where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that's her. Do you remember the hair? I know this is like so obscure. The the Who's That Girl tour book, that very short, it was like brown with just a few highlights, like a little boy haircut. So chic. Yeah, in the Who's That Girl video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. And she had a little hat on. And yeah, I was mm-hmm. wondering, because I, you don't really see that hair color and that cut Never. In, any, in any other iteration. Yeah. Wasn't and, that her hair just growing out? Like, she was just growing out the, the, the blonde from Who's That probably. Girl? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, and then, and then I, I think the next time we see that hair is at Live Aid when it's grown out longer and it's brown. Yeah, I loved when we used to get the in-between 
haircuts from her. Like when you, that from the, who's that girl video, you, you know, she was growing out the, who's that girl blonde and same thing, like in uh, the express yourself from the VMAs in uh, 89, when she had that like moppy top blonde hair where she was sort of like growing out that well, look as well. And, and don't forget one of your favorite uh, transitional looks, the uh, goth Donna, you uh, know, right before she cut I know. it. You know what? I know. Honestly, Tony, I have been thinking about that since we brought this up just <laughs> now. And I didn't want to say it because I say it all the time and people call me out on it all the well, time. But guess I, seriously, what? <laughs> it, I, like, Michael, you know that goth Donna look when she was uh, showed up at the Truth or Dare premiere. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Super blonde. And then also she's up on MTV with this jet black hair and the smoky eye. And it was ironed. The hair was ironed. She had a towel on her head, remember? Well, at the very end because she was dancing so much and she was the hair was getting in her face. And I just six straight. Oh my god, I love and that. And a matte red lip and a big pink bubble gum. Yeah, oh it's so good. Truth or dare, truth or dare, truth or dare. Do you want to fuck us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, and then like a couple of weeks later, they cut it into a very like, you know, conservative, like 40s, you know. Oh, yeah, because she did, that. right, there was the New York premiere of Truth or Dare and the LA premiere of Truth or Dare. And mm-hmm. like, it was like night and day looks for her. She was like yeah. trashy when she, not trashy. I mean, I got done as not trashy, but it's like yeah. just street. And, just, and then, yeah, and then it was like, Super glam Madonna with dark hair. The, the and then they're like, okay, Madonna, it's time to go to Illinois and play baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, was, I love that look. And I'm, I'm trying to think of what other, like, wow. Well, there was moments. also um, Bedtime Stories. Fresh. When she came back for Bedtime Stories with the piercings and the, you know, kind of like messed up hair. Like, what, what would so you call that? It was a little Courtney Love, though. Is that mm-hmm. shady to say? Yeah, no. like... It was what, a little Courtney Love. And what honestly, did you, the eyeliner on the cover of Bedtime Stories was not my favorite. Well, she was going for an urban look, but, you know, she's not an urban it girl. So it that, should have been sludgier. Yeah. I liked it better in those details. Bettina Rhymes, I think. Really. Oh, yeah. those pictures yeah. are so good. Those are so hot, even though they're a little Courtney. I always wanted a bedroom that looked like that. Uh-huh. That wallpaper really inspired mm-hmm. the hell out of me. And then do you remember that other photo shoot that came out during Bedtime Stories for the Details magazine? And it was like this really trashy, like pink and red, um, like boudoir. And she was just like, I think those are the photos that ended up on the um, Human Nature CD yes, single. Cover. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then there were like the others set with like, there was like a metallic blue panty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they were trying to make her look like road hard, put away wet, right? Doll parts. Doll parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's, it, yeah, it was kind of Madonna does Courtney. But it's then like, Take a Bow happens, and suddenly she's a respectable lady. Classy lady. <laughs> yeah, gotta love her. I love the switching around, the changes. It's always it's always good. Michael, what do you think of the hair and styling for the Versace makeover slash photo shoot? The one in the 90s? Yes. Oh, oh that was another God. one. That, like, so I was coming up as a hairdresser while she was coming up as a musician. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm just so Parallel lives. that that altered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that Versace, I mean, those shots were so epic. The, oh, yeah. The, the poodles and the nail polish and what a dream. Playing yeah. croquet mm-hmm. and then just like in like around all these like 
palm trees and well my favorite one my fish. favorite one my favorite one is that purple dress when she's on the stairs upside down yeah. with a bitten apple it's i mean yes. to die for one of my all-time favorite madonna photos me too but there is a dark element to that photo shoot yes. how many times have you laid down backwards on a flight of stairs <laughs> with an apple in your hand no 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 but i mean that's not the dark element i'm talking about it was shot at mar-a-lago oh right that's mm-hmm. right well i honestly michael <laughs> it's funny you say that I have looked for a staircase. Oh my god! To everywhere I go, I what about look, the Met? I look for staircases that <laughs> mirrored that staircase, and that is why I have not recreated that photo just yet. Well, but, I don't see you going to Mar-a-Lago, so no, 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 no I'm not. Uh, anytime not. I see a flight of stairs, I throw myself backward down it and like drape my hand back. I can't help it. I will only <laughs> recreate a photo if I can find a staircase that is. So again, listeners, if you're listening, respect, respect. please, please uh-huh. let us know if there's a staircase similar to the one in that Madonna photo and I will lay down with an apple and something purple and I'll recreate that. Michael, since you're the authority, um, I'm so I was always very curious when uh, Ray, Ray of Light came out. And, oh, that hair was spectacular. Yeah. So tell us, tell us. No, so, so tell us what you think the evolution was for her getting that hair and then going into Nothing Really Matters, you know, the jet black. The black. Yeah. Well. That's a hair journey. Look, I wasn't there on those jobs, <laughs> right? I, I can only say what I saw from the outside. I, I, all that Renaissance romance, I think once she was sort of done with it and moved on to that darker side mm-hmm. of the album... But I mean, I mean, she's so savvy about how she switches the hair color to get her attention back. Yeah. But I, I guess what I wanted to know is, like, in your professional opinion, is her hair that curly or was that a treatment? Oh, no, that was Orlando Pita and a curling iron. Oh, wow. So yeah. It's not like a wake hair? up in the morning. You no, don't wake up in the morning. I'm not bad. Anything that looks wake up in the morning is really wake up in the morning. That's like hours of attention to detail. But she really <laughs> revolutionized the way we approached curling hair. Uh, you know, that's sort of what we call like beach waves today. I always take it all the way back to Rave Light Madonna. Oh my God. The kids so roll their eyes at me at work. They're like, oh my God, I'm another Madonna. <laughs> <reference."> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So I was like, you know, and that's the other thing is that I don't really know if Madonna's hair is naturally curly or if wavy. it's straight. So it's, it's wavy. It's probably right in the middle. And do you She's dream hair? It's, it's brown enough yeah. that they can successfully lift it to blonde and not fry mm-hmm. it. Does she have any calyx? Do you know? <laughs> we're, going, we're going deep today. I've never done her hair on her. I've done it on so many other people, including myself, just never on her. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> that bob for for what it feels like for a girl that launched a thousand haircuts I, I in my love, chair. I love that look. That was uh, what they called back then the razor cut, right? Yeah, the razor bob. Yes. yeah. I love that, and I always I wanted hair that long. That did that. It was so good. Um, what was another iconic, you know, I feel like when Madonna's hair gets too long, it weighs her down. What do you think? I, you know, it's, I struggle with it, right? I, Mm -hmm. I I see what you're saying, and I think that sometimes you have to step back a little bit and just sort of see the overall character she's put together and just make peace with it. I, I know what you mean, especially, um, I think live when there's a lot of extensions, it can get bulky. Um, yeah, yeah, sticky and sweet. I'm looking at you. You know. No, yeah. you know, but, I I felt that way when she did the bitch on Madonna video. I felt like that look. I was like, what is she doing with her hair? Because that was the like she had done like those pink ends. I and, you that. know, and so but yeah, I like. I, I remember thinking, I'm like, 
I didn't like it at first glance. And Never. then I stepped back, like you said, and I was like, no, 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 Stefan, appreciate this because look at what she's doing and how she's doing it. And then I was fully on board and then yeah. I loved it, you know? Like, yeah. But I do like when she, like we said a little bit earlier, I loved the video she just posted where she had a little bit of that hung up wave in front mm-hmm. with, the, with the pink it's hair. Such a tease. And such I was a like, tease. I don't know what she's doing right now, Madonna. I don't she's know what you're doing. Yourself, as like, usual, what, whatever, it's whatever's happening right now, but keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want a calendar or some sort of video shoot or everything. I just, I just want it. Okay, Michael. So are there any <laughs> Madonna follicular missteps that you think about? <laughs> oh, like here's where I feel like I would have advised <laughs> otherwise if exactly. someone had asked my professional opinion on this. Like, stuff. like, let's say I'm a lady with long blonde hair and I walk into your consult and I show you a, you know, whatever, a Polaroid of Madonna and go do this. And you're like, no, that's not her good look. You need to do this other look. I think we need this Instagram Reels video of the two of you doing this like, immediately. Like, this would be perfect. No, you know what? Even, it's so weird to say, I'm going to sound like a gushy super fan, which no, I admit no. I am. Even the things that have been a little bit fucked up, mm-hmm. like, she made them work. Yeah. Like, what, I think but what's an idea? Dennis Rodman and she had that, like, kind of weird blonde front, yellow, orange, blonde stripe with the black short slick back but oh yeah it was really cool and dirty and it just worked where she was at i really and i i know a lot of people do not enjoy this look but i really enjoy it when she had like the bangs and the braids i thought that was Which a time? Point for her. yeah she's um, done that a couple light? times she's done that a couple of times the first time she did it was when she had that fever red hair and yes i loved those bangs yeah. they were great yeah those were okay, you know what what i really i've got to say like didn't Remember, maybe it was like a Elizabeth Taylor AIDS benefit. She had on a motorcycle jacket. She was with Luke Perry. Oh, and she had like a she yes. had like a she had an eclair on the top yeah, of her head. I, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite. I have to say that was not a. I I kind of agree with you. And then she did a variation of that when she performed "You Must Love Me" at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. worked because she was wearing a good ball gown. Mm-hmm. Better. Better, better, better. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so really hard. So I think I think the consensus is Madonna, don't pull your hair back in a bun. You know, just wear it loose and crazy and go dancing. But but somebody I think today <laughs> in Madonna history just posted that today back in whatever time it was she started filming the you you uh, not you must love me video the what was the sequel to you'll see it was the you'll mm-hmm. see video with Michael Hausman director. I thought her hair in that looked really great. And that was pulled back. Yeah. Oh, but... I love her hair back. I love a bun. I love an Evita bun. <laughs> I'm, I'm t- erotica. That side part for the erotica video with the Lone Ranger mask is my like all time number one favorite. Oh yeah. That's a life. bun. I forget that that's a bun. I didn't know. I always, for years. But you I thought, thought her hair thought... was that short? Oh yeah. I thought, oh, she got a haircut for the erotica video. <laughs> no, that's a bun. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm, look, we could talk endlessly about Madonna's hair. Her hair. Yeah, but um, you guys, I want to talk about Halloween some more. There's other things that we, we need to ask Michael about, such as his New York Times article. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, so you're published in the New York Times. You wrote yeah, for the, you wrote an article for the New York What was that all about? Um, yeah, spill it. Well, I live in New York like you guys do, and I would have to guess a lot of your friends and listeners, right? Um, 
and I hope that like when I speak for New York, I speak for a lot of other cities. I'm so frustrated seeing choices people make to go to these big mass market places and spend their money and neglect their smaller businesses. And I think as we're in the process of rebuilding the city, like I, I need people to show more love to small business and be really conscientious about, you know, mm-hmm. your dollars, really your vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get frustrated with people who give up on New York. Um, I, I got, I had a Madonna line edited out of it. The times would not let me quote um, from I love New York. I don't totally blame them, but I did try to slip it in. Oh, nice. Oh, that's <laughs> Well, you can say it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, so you're, that you're very cool to uh, have, have the times be so um, receptive to my idea and to have them share it so widely. And I got some really cool response. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker called out of the blue to say, congratulations. I don't know her. Like we're not friends. She just was like, as a good neighbor in New Yorker, she's like, Hey, I just want to say like, I'm behind you here. Tell me if I can help. So sweet. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, she, I remember Sarah Jessica had done a, like, I love Tea and Sympathy on Greenwich. Yes. Uh, such a great restaurant. And they were suffering before COVID-19 shutdowns began. And I remember Sarah Jessica Parker had posted a picture of the restaurant, uh, not saying like, please go help them out, just posted a picture of them and said, Tea and Sympathy is one of my favorite spots in, in the neighborhood. And now you can't, I mean, thank God they were still around when covid restrictions lifted and they were able to do outdoor dining but it's one of my favorite spots in the city and like they're packed all the time and Mm -hmm. i they're a small business and they're you know exactly what you said you know like i love going to all those small places because it they remember you they know who you are and it feels neighborhood yeah Yeah. it feels it feels like part of the city i mean i just saw today that the strand posted that they're in need of help and that i was like broke my heart i'll do whatever i have to do i don't make a lot of money but i'll give them i'll go buy a book you know, you know, you know i'll go buy something my christmas shop every year at strand i send gifts from there yeah um it, it's it's such a nice way to give personally right because you can pick a book for somebody always and um there's a, a there them. and there's a, there's a huge deficit of bookstores in the United States and especially yeah. in New York. I mean, we don't have to buy from one vendor. We have to go after. Absolutely, know. I think it's just a matter of like keeping conscious of like you don't have to buy it on Amazon. Yeah. There, there are yeah. alternatives that are just as easy and reasonable, and and all of that. It maybe takes one extra click. And yeah. and the thing is, New York, I think so much like. I, I watched this really seeking Susan as I was working on that piece for the times because mm. New York's the city that shaped my imagination. I think it shaped her imagination. Um, I, I, when I think about her and New York, they're so inseparable to me. Even when she leaves, it's still like a New York girl in London, a New York girl yeah. in Paris, um, Portugal. And I know there are so many people in the city for whom New York herself has been a, a huge gift of inspiration. Um, it's, and I think it's why it's so insanely important that we protect it. Yeah. Absolutely. The first, the first time I ever saw Madonna in New York was for drowned world. And I just thinking about when she said, hello, New York, and I was in New York, it was electric. just electric, you know, and I'll never forget that feeling. And whenever I, I feel like the city's getting to me or, you know, it's just, it doesn't look the way it used to. Um, I have to remind myself of that electricity that I felt when I 
came here and and we all have to remind ourselves of that because this place is not a ghost town correct regardless of what uh, anyone says you know yeah, regardless of what some people might think there are plenty of people in this town i ain't going anywhere you know where i love to go for a susan photo op i love to go down by those little binoculars at battery park <laughs> oh i love i know they've transformed battery park so much since i know but it's not as susan as it used it's to be. not as susan as it used to be neither well neither is st mark's place sure. But you know what? Nothing's stopping me from walking down St. Mark's Place with a bag of Cheetos in my bag, you know? At all. <laughs> in, your box, as, in your underpants. Stay on the carpet, hon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, and so, um, Michael, also, you did, uh, as we mentioned in your bio, you did a little film, a short film with Lourdes's dad, Carlos Leon. How did, what was I that know, about? Yeah. Talk about six degrees, right? I know I'm a super fan and Carlos has been my friend for just about as long as he's been with her. Um, oh, that's sweet. And it was such a weird thing. Like when he came out about it to me, cause he'd been talking about this girl for some time and I was like, I don't know. She sounds a little high maintenance, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What's and her then, name? Like, Stacy. <laughs> she was very discreet. And when he finally came out, he said, I didn't want to tell you because I like that you like me for me and not for her. And I didn't want to change that. So I don't know. He's, he's a good guy and a dear mm-hmm. friend for a long time. And we both have this kind of weird thing about our association with other people when it comes to our work as an artist, because you know, Carlos is a trainer and he has a gym and super mm-hmm. successful. Um, but he's also a really amazing actor. And, yeah. you know, when you're kind of associated with her forever, you are Madonna's ex. Yeah. Dad. Mad- Madonna's baby daddy. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. Right. And for me, my name's Michelangelo and I'm an artist and it feels really dorky to say it because it's my real name. And, you know, she's got that weird name thing. Like we're, you know, your name's Madonna, like what else are you going to do? Um, and so honestly, it was in part, it was an art piece that I did to kind of let go of being embarrassed about my name and its association with the Renaissance. And I thought, well, let me just tackle like Michelangelo-esque work straight on. Let me give the world a fucking pieta so I can just let it go and then start working like myself. <laughs> so I get, I'd get frustrated that my work wasn't Michelangelo's and my name was Michelangelo and right. I wasn't a Ninja Turtle, but I wasn't, you know. <laughs> and so we did that together and it was, so it was kind of a portrait of him, a portrait of me. It was a little bit about who I know him to be as a person. And, you know, we were both going through some personal changes at the time. And I don't know, it was just, it was an emotional exercise and we were just lucky that there was a production company that wanted to work with us and, so they helped us make it really, really beautiful. And um, I, I, I hope it's sort of an interesting meditation. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? I know it's long. No, I, I, have, not, no, I have not watched it yet. No, but um, please take the opportunity right now to tell everyone where they can watch it. Oh, it's on Vimeo. I don't know. Do you guys, if we like share a link somewhere somehow? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's called Carlos Cristo and you can search it on Vimeo, like Carlos and Christ. Um and my name's Michelangelo, so if you put all of that in the search. Okay. Once we're done podcasting, I'm going to go watch it. Well, okay, I have, cool. Super I'm cool. going to do it I well, will take but... a break from watching We Are Who We Are um, on HBO. Oh, is that and, good? I heard there's oh a lot of dick God. in that show. People, if you're not watching it, it's so it's by, who is it? Luca Guadagnino. Yeah, thank you. I was going to bastardize his name. <laughs> the same director who did Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. And it's a television show. And it's fantastic. 
like I watch Chloe Sevigny plays a lesbian general yeah. in the army, and they all like go to it's done in Italy, and her and her lesbian wife and her fourteen year old, I think fourteen year old son, sort of like gay but not, or I'm not quite sure. By curious, I don't know what it is, but it's. Fantastic. Sorry. I didn't, I, I, yeah. One of my friends asked me if I was watching it and I said, no, I'm not. And he's like, I'm surprised. It's got two of your favorite things, Dick and Chloe Sevigny. So, oh, there's tons of nudity. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess I that's like, what I'll be doing this the weekend. The first episode, I was like, oh my God, what's happening in this episode? <laughs> but yeah, um, after take a pause from watching We Are Who We Are and I will watch <laughs> um, Carlos Leon. And we, we will post the link on our thank Instagram you. page, thank of you, course. Thank you. It's I fun. Know. It's actually just in time for Halloween. It's funny. I did it around Easter, but it's sort of a Jesus story arc. So there's like a bloody cross and a skull and a serpent mm. and all of that. So it is a little spooky for the season. Okay. Oh, well, well, circling back to Halloween, I thought it was, I thought it would be, you know, appropriate to talk about like, what are Madonna's like dark, haunting, moody, um, songs, you know, songs that you could put on an October playlist, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, trying mean, to set, we're trying to set the tone, people. Okay, I'll start. I mean, Supernatural, it's about fucking a ghost. I love <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> I love Supernatural um, because it's such a bizarre song for her. Like, it was originally released as the B-side to Cherish. I mm-hmm. think it ended up, on that, it ended up yeah. on that Red Hot and Dance album. Yeah. And... It's just a crazy, crazy song. I I've one of I always wanted to say I'm like somebody must have been like Michael Jackson did really well with Thriller, Madonna. Why don't you do a <laughs> Halloween song too? And so that's where Supernatural came from. I don't know. I I I I think the best part of the song is Nikki, Donna, and Madonna just being girls and laughing and having fun. And yes. it's it sounds like that's what was happening. You know, I mean. But yeah, they're talking about Madonna and her boyfriend, the ghost. A ghost baby? <laughs> yeah, banter, like there's that little crack she says about it being outrageously large. And, yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It's a cute, it's a, silly, it's a, it's yeah. a silly song. It reminds I mean, me of the girl in the Virgin Tour opening video. Oh my God, that girl. <laughs> you know that girl. And my dream came true. Okay, so, uh-huh. um, and right, there's so also- not- not There's spooky, the- not haunting, but definitely on brand for Halloween. I mean, it's about fucking a ghost. That's yeah, spooky. yeah, for sure. For sure. And it even has that like Casper the Friendly Ghost sample where it goes, "Ooh." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I won't do that. Okay, again. but let's let's talk about <laughs> actual like haunting Madonna. Like, <sighs> well, I mean, the entire like a prayer album. <laughs> it was definitely it was a mood. I thought yeah. I always thought, "Oh, Father" was probably the most, you know, not just the song. I mean, because orchestrally, it's so lush and deep and beautiful but then but that like, video the video cemetery yeah mm-hmm. i mean she's dancing around in the cemetery i mean that one shot of the stitched lips that she looks at i mean yeah cut to the madame x album cover yeah madonna goes yeah. totally. totally oh my god i'm so dumb you know i just put that together well i didn't put it together you put it together is that the first time you got that no, it took me about six months to get it, oh, though. Okay. <laughs> but, oh, that's kind of creepy genius. But I also thought, like, Sanctuary from Bedtime Stories was such a great, like, moody, haunting song. It's I know. Sanctuary. Story. Yeah, Bedtime Stories, too. But, I, you know, Sanctuary almost feels like it was, like, performed in a cemetery. Yeah. It's kind of like she's... She's dead. She's died, and she's 
crossing over. And before <laughs> she gets to heaven, she sings Sanctuary. It reminded me of Madonna does Susie Sue. Oh, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Who is Susie Sue? Susie and Banshees. I'm going to oh, slap you next yeah, time yeah, I see yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, that's, yes. Sorry. Yes, I know. I know. Oh, so okay. I always say Sweecy. I don't know why. <laughs> Is it She's yeah, not Swiss. The Swissist. The <laughs> Do you guys think I Want You is haunting? I do. I think the video is too, because she's waiting for that call that's never going to come. Yeah, but who's, I know. Well, I always wondered who she's waiting for that call from. I'm like, it, it's if, Tupac, but he can't call from prison. It's, it's a shame that she wasn't friends with Drew Barrymore because Drew Barrymore was getting called constantly. All the time. All the time. And then look what happened to her. You know, like Madonna should feel lucky that the phone never rang. Mm-hmm. I Want You is haunting, but I will disagree. I mean, I Want You is the song you put on like one of those like fuck mixtapes, you know? But Massive Attack made it super moody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that like the heaviness from that, I, I mean... It's dark. Maybe not haunting, but it's a it's dark. It is okay. dark, yeah. But but yeah, if we if we move past that to like ray of light, I definitely think Frozen, Mer Girl, like those songs. Those yeah. she gave us like a goth queen. Yeah, I believe her ever. name was Veronica Electronica. I think it's yes. It was. Yeah. Flying in the desert mm-hmm. with all those those mean dogs running after her. And it's when she came out as a witch. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of songs from Ray of Light that that could qualify, like us uh, uh Swim. Oh my god, that's like a really dark song. Do you guys think she's really a witch? I don't she's, know. No, no, she's a love technician. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know she's a mystic. I don't know if she's a. If a you witch. watch those conspiracy videos, they oh, say the Super Bowl is a spell. Oh yeah, and then remember last year when she performed at Eurovision, she predicted COVID. <laughs> kind of, she did. Oh Madame Max mm-hmm. was another really crazy. Yeah, you can hear the wind blowing through your uh, poets you and know. prophets, baby. Hoodie, yeah. hoodie. Exactly. That's why I wear a hoodie because I don't want to get COVID. <laughs> I mean, obvious an obvious haunting Madonna song. I definitely would think would be Ghost Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, it's it has ghost in the title. Well, you know, and and the I, I guess the video is a good accompaniment too because it, it's you know it's like a, an apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, who doesn't have a dance during the apocalypse? You know, like what else are you gonna do? The world's over. I'm just gonna dance. In a Stevie Nicks outfit and with a top hat and a cape, come on! Well, you can dance, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go How look is... for Cher because she's the one who's gonna keep me alive. <laughs> Cher, yeah, Cher's gonna be the Cher and the cockroaches. That's what's left that's, after the apocalypse. That's because they, when they wrote that line, they hadn't met Madonna yet. Oh, good one. <laughs> so, well, talking about dark um, gunplay and Madonna, we got Gangbang. What it feels like for a girl. The video. Um, she just Don't you feel like Gangbang was a letdown of a song title? I was like expecting something so much dirtier. I agree. I love the song. I love the song. It should have had a different title. It should have been called Shoot 'em Up or something. Because or just gang- Bang Bang. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I not guess. Not to be confused. With Cher, you know. Or just uh, Angry Madonna. Yeah, but yeah, it was you're you're right, Michael. I I thought when I saw that title on the track listing, I was like, finally, a song about group sex. And um, we didn't get it. <laughs> You know, it's not us telling Madonna how to do her job, right? Like we've no. got business. We right. just love to th- 
postulate and theorize. Well, you know, it's like, for example, today, um, you know, Ariana Grande came out with a song called Positions and everyone's like, it's a verse song. And I'm like, she's a girl, you know, like, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Stop projecting, uh, you know. But yeah, I, th- I mean, also, like, speaking of dark, we have dark ballet. Mm-hmm. You know, that was super creepy. Yeah. Super creepy. I loved the rendition, the performance that she did on the Madame X tour of that song, which was slightly similar to sort of like the costuming at from the uh, Eurovision. The Eurovision. Yeah, yeah with the yeah, gas, gas masks. The gas masks. The sand uh, people. I thought they looked yes, like the sand people. Yeah, from totally. The yes. Hopefully we'll get to see that soon on the Madame X tour film. But what about all that Beast Within, Stephen Klein, all of that? Yeah, well, well, the Beast Within first showed up in the Justify My Love CD single, and people were scratching their head. They're like, okay, what is this? She's reading from... WTF, Madonna. Yeah, she was reading from from Revelations, but I used to put it on just to piss off my family, my Catholic family, (laughs) (laughs) who already hated Madonna. And then... Boom, reinvention, and it just gets remixed and rethrown at us. And it's even better, right, Michael? Yeah, and the video on top of it, the looks that she was serving, they were mm-hmm. so like creepy, spooky, ooky, sexy, weird. Um, the way that they edited that video that sort of like sped up rewound, the dogs, the bloody meat, the burning dress. It was like a haunt. Did you go to that show in uh so maybe it was Soho? I missed oh, yeah, that, yeah. the ecstatic process. I missed I missed that exhibit. Oh, it I don't know how you did. It was incredible. The only thing that was not breathtaking was the price of that book. Oh, oh I yeah. I remember seeing that. I was like, you know, Stephen, Stephen, Klein, Stephen Klein has an apartment in my neighborhood. And next time I see him walking those huge ass dogs of his, I'm yeah. going to go up and ask him, do you have an extra copy of that book laying around, Stephen? Yeah, really because I don't have $7,500 to yeah, throw on no. a book. You submerged no, no, no. for that? <laughs> no, it was not seven five. No, that's how much it is now in is it? secondary market. Oh, if you yeah. just, like buy yeah. it. Oh, shut up. Girl. Yeah, because it was a limited edition that sold out. So now you oh. have to buy it from I had no idea. I feel like I'm on Antiques Roadshow now. <laughs> <laughs> is that show still on? I loved that show. Well, they can't really go to the Antiques Roadshow. True, seven. because all those old people would all those old people would that's a health hazard for them. But I'm sure you could like vintage, like FaceTime in your vintage Madonna stuff and they could tell you if it's treasure. They have like online shops. There's a couple of Madonna online shops where they're doing that on like eBay and whatnot, where people are trying to unload some Madonna stuff. And there's some good finds, but some of them are expensive. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to that record store in Paris? In no, Maine? I am dying. Oh. Have you been? It's Mecca. Okay, tell us about it because I think you're the first person on the show to dis- to have I've been seen there. some I, of the super fans go, but I've never been myself. I went to see the Drone World Tour in Paris, and um, you know, obviously, I had to pay homage and go to that record store. And it's literally like your dream Madonna record library that everything, every magazine, every poster, and I think it's called Lucky Records. Yeah, and Lucky Star. Last time I was there, which wasn't that long ago, it was still open. Uh huh. No, it was open up until the Madame X tour was there because people were there. Well, right, because I think um, What's Her Clogs, the DJ, did a little in-store appearance there. She remixed and Crave. Tracy Young. Tracy Young, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she was there. So, it's, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I don't know if they're still open, but. Hopefully. Well, I hope they are because <clears throat> on my next trip to Paris, I will be making a stop and I will beg them to let us record there. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. 
Yeah, totally. But yeah, or no, just good, do a photo good, op, you know. Good call on the on the Beast Within re- remix, Michael. I, I definitely. Thank you very much. I mean, I remember when Reinvention Tour started like that. I was like, what kind of show are we going to see with this? Like, it set such a bizarre tone, considering that the rest of the show was not that dark and and haunting. But it well, was, you know, it's a journey. You have to get on at the beginning. Oh yeah, gotta love it. That's sort of what I tried telling Madonna when she, she asked she asked me at the Madame X show, what do you think of the show? And I was totally gobsmacked and couldn't figure out. And I was like, I'm just regurgitating her words. Well, it's like a journey. You just get on the train. And then I lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. What else could, I mean, that's so excusable. I should have just asked her like, will you marry me or something? Like just totally throw, like completely off topic. Just like get her off. Just go all the way back to the Virgin tour. Will you marry me? Take your top off. (laughs) Hey, Stefan, I think it's time for my favorite part of the show. The lightning round. We need like a lightning round, like, sound effect okay. or some sort I'm, of like uh, we need to work on that maybe okay well season next, three for season uh, no, three no 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 oh, next oh. episode i will have we'll a have like a lightning like a, round a price sound is right cue. lightning round sound effect or something what about like something from hung up like there's got to be a little like sound effect in there right is there i'm trying to think if there well we don't want the tick tick, tick michael there. stay in your lane okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. We've we've turned a corner all of a sudden. I'm going to bring us back, Michael. Uh, as you know from listening to the show, the lightning round is just meant to be quick and off the cuff. It's uh, wherever you are in your Madonna journey right now. So favorite Madonna song? It's holiday. It's always holiday. Oh, classic. I love that. Favorite Madonna video? Erotica. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the looks were epic. Mm-hmm. It was okay. such a great collage. Yeah. There were I know. so many looks there. Well, because it's the sex book, just yeah. in video form. Yeah. So. Um, favorite Madonna tour? Right this very second, I'm, I'm totally ecstatic about the Blonde Ambition tour. I found it on YouTube from New Jersey. That's mm-hmm. a good one, right? We just watched the whole thing the other night. I was at that show. Oh, nice. Yeah, have you so have you cool. seen her on tour at like most of her shows or what? I've like, never missed a tour. You've uh, seen all of them. I've seen all of them. Even I've been so lucky to even catch like little things like Roseland gigs and the Roxy. Were you at the Roxy in '98? I did not go to the Roxy in '98. Oh, so you missed so, her the yes, the, the fire and ice ball appearance. Oh my God, Michelangelo, you are in the Hall of Fame of going to every Madonna. Yeah, I mean, it just isn't really old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Well, so what did you think of uh, Madame X compared to her big stadium outings? I thought it was breathtaking. I, yeah. I honestly think it was a masterful piece of work. She's I mean, such a good um, performance artist. Like her, her visual art is magnificent and it was a masterpiece. I loved it. Michael, since you've been to every show, would you say that seeing something like Madame X is like what the fans have always clamored for? Um, some fans, I feel like there are a lot of people that said at a certain age, she's going to have to like sit down and sing ballads. Right. And I feel like it was as close as she's going to give us to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. I mean, she might, I mean, you never know what the next show is going to be. I have a feeling that like next tour she's going to do will be something a bit more extravagant and she'll try to dance as much as she can simply because she wants to show people that she's not down for the count 
after the Madame X cancellations, but I, uh, who What knows? Stefan is trying to say is that Madonna is going to be doing acrobatics and she's going to be <laughs> doing a trapeze show and she might, you know, revisit that, that photo shoot where she rode an elephant, you know? And, and then we're all going to have to learn how to do trapeze because exactly. God knows. That's the only way you're going to be able to see her. The audience has to be suspended in air. Well, I was, I was watching um, the David Byrne concert on HBO that they oh, have yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. It's that all-American concert, I think it is. So good. And I was like, I would love to see Madonna do something like this, too. You know, like, to me, I felt like Matt, that was sort of like where she was, like, that was the realm she was in with Madame X. Yeah. Where it was kind of like performance art, but then also a bit pop spectacle as well. But, you know, we also understand her frustration where she wants to sing Fado for two hours, but she knows that people are going to get mad if she doesn't throw a bogue in there, if she doesn't throw yes, human yeah, nature in true. there. So. But she always does a good job of giving everybody a reasonable balance of, of inspirational as well as classic. Yeah, I agree with you, but I don't think Philly audiences do. Stop, I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I knew, I knew you were going to bring up those drunk Philly girls who were just like, give us the hints, give us the hints. I still endlessly talk I about I had that. somebody yelling Trump um in oh, back of me in God. philly like just screaming the word trump in my ear and i was like do you do you know where you are tonight like, mm. how could you be at a madonna concert and no just don't even, it's don't like, even. I, we're not gonna go there okay the friend <laughs> I was with almost got us in a fight that night over oh it. it was really so, so distracting um favorite madonna look and it can be from a tour a video a magazine um, I like I go right nineteen ninety two. It was like Italian Vogue, Stephen Maisel. Um, it was very kind of Marilyn-y. She was debuting a fuller lip with a nude gloss and like that, um, kind of like nude body stocking, but with jewels on her boobs. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Right, like I think that was. Oh, that's yeah. what I was inspired toward when I. That's an life. iconic. Like the whole look from that mm-hmm. is so good. I had know? that poster. I I asked a guy I knew who worked at Sound Warehouse for that poster, and he's like, "Here, just take it. They don't like Madonna here." And it was the erotica ad, and it was her yes. with that jewel top, and it said "oral sex" spelled A U R A L. Oh, and nice. do you still have that? I I don't think so. I think it, it, maybe in no. Texas. I don't know. But the thing is, is that um, I just. I just, I, I stare at it for hours. <laughs> yeah, I have a ton of old Madonna posters, like posters that people would probably like shoot their load over. And <laughs> I just, I, I would love to have, I mean, I live in a one room studio. I don't have any place to put them. I would love to have like a house with a room that I could just be like, this is my Madonna room and like have all the, po- I actually, my freshman year of college, I must, I, God bless my roommate from Boston. He must have lost his shit because when I moved in, I had like 10 Madonna posters on, it was wallpaper. It was basically Mm-mm. just wallpaper. <laughs> and I, people, guys from the hall were coming in just to look at the wall because they couldn't believe that's what I had done. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of posters and looks, do you guys remember that poster from the late eighties that came around the like a prayer era and she had the black hair and then she was wearing like a captain's hat. Yes, I have that with the bra, the lace bra, and she has it open a little bit with the arm. Yes, I, yes, I have that. I have that poster. I have that poster. I love that, but I never found any other photos in that same context. Wait, she's got like a little bit of maybe smoke coming out of the corner of her lip. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. I, and it's it, like an orange yeah, scarf. It's like an orange. Yeah, yes. Herbert's did it. 
Tony, I found a link to some outtakes from that. And that was the first time I had seen any other photos from that. And I'll have to find that again and send oh, it to you. I think Amazing. that's the day they shot the Lake of Prayer cover. It is. I think. Yes. Yes. I think mm-hmm. that was the, the um, yeah, she, I think it's the same jeans that she's wearing. Uh-huh. And the the jewelry and they probably uh, thought she probably thought that's what the cover was going to be, and they were like, "No, we can't have you." She's like, "Madonna, you look like a cycle slut from hell. We can't have your tit out on the album cover." And then she's like, "Fine, just show my belly." What if my bosoms were to suddenly fall out? (laughs) (laughs) So, Michael, it was really great, and it was really fun to have you on the show. I feel like Um, I can't believe that hours gone by already. So, Stefan, would you? I, I think I think it's. Correct to say that uh, Michael Angelo is now a friend of the podcast, right? Absolutely, oh, Michael, God. our hair correspondent. You, <laughs> you will come back again. I'm so looking forward to it. This, this was so way cool. too much fun. Amazing. Michael, tell everyone where they can find you on social media so they can. Oh, my Instagram is at m underscore r underscore Angelo, um, and my business is WonderlandBeautyParlor.com. In case anyone wants to go and get their hair colored pink. Mm-hmm. Well, you just don't do pink. I mean, you do everything, right? Yeah, kinds of things. We do wigs, and we do just soft, pretty, beachy highlights, and we do barbering. Um, do I want my hair a nice shade of champagne rosé. Champagne rosé. <laughs> I just want to say that <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> like all day long, right? <laughs> I could send you guys some pink wigs and we could do like some kind of a three-way. Um, oh my God, we totally that. should do that. Yes, we should do like a Madonna homage photo shoot. Yeah, Let's I mean, do it. I love that that pink wig that Maripal put on her back in 84. Remember the long pink yeah, wig? Yeah, she's had pink quite a mm-hmm. couple times. Should we just, can we, do we have 10 seconds to just break down? Like there was that pink. There's the pink on the um, bitch I'm Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's not the first time she's dipped in the pink at all. No, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say that the fever video was pink because that's much more that's more mm. of a red uh, you know i remember her saying it was pink i agree it looks red i don't know what it was on set i've never seen a picture mm. yeah. but i remember her they saying definitely it's tinted a little bit more it leans more towards well it's it was the same hue um that she hue. had when she did um the arsenio hall performance of fever with um anthony uh Kiedis from red hot chili yes. peppers yeah yeah it's that color so it's that was not- so cute mm-hmm. oh i had a, such a crush on anthony Kiedis. he was and nice. she had those little devil horns on that's also mm-hmm. kind of halloweener mm-hmm. yeah I, that was a bizarre performance I she looked like, like betty davis that was the first well so fever was sort of super polished remember she was smoking mm-hmm. and she like came in or she started a little too early and she's like, she had to start over again, yeah, start over or whatnot. But then yet yeah, the performance with Anthony Kiedis, I thought was so fascinating because that was the first time I felt like she did like a non-rehearsed performance. Like it just seemed like they were sort of making it up as they went along. And you know, mm-hmm. you're so used to Madonna being very like militant with choreography and this is organized and this is, and it didn't seem like that with Anthony Kiedis. It was just like, I'm just going to go out and romp around and have fun. Yeah, I digress. I digress. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's the color. But yeah, it's, so it's it's it wasn't brilliant pink. But has she done pink any other time other than now? No, I guess that's her. Have there been roster. wigs or videos? Oh, duh! How did I forget the tears of a clown? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I was yeah. distracted oh, by how, that how eye did makeup. We forget? <laughs> I loved that fucked up train mm-hmm. wreck of a spectacular. I thought it I was know. great. I know. We need a documentary. I, I think I need to watch it again. Speaking to of creepy. Appreciate it. I, 
I didn't appreciate it when I first saw okay, it. Okay, this is this is your assignment. Listen to American Life, go to sleep, wake up, watch Tears of a Clown the next day, and then it won't be so jarring. Okay. Can I do I have to sleep in between listening and watching or can I like Yeah, cuz you need time to sit with it, you know? Okay. I so mean, when, like you haven't sat with it for the last 15 years or whatever. Yeah, like I have, <laughs> but, but you're saying you're saying to get me in the like so yeah. I'll dream of the American life world while I'm sleeping and right. wake up and have some tea and watch Tears of a Clown. Right. And then when you're watching Tears of a Clown, you won't be wishing that she's singing Think of Me or, you know, Ain't No Big Deal because she's actually singing the entire American Life album. <laughs> I, I see. Okay. That's good homework. I don't mind I don't mind Madonna homework at all. Listeners, that's your homework too. They well, we've never have we assigned homework before? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. They they won't do the homework. You can do it if you want. You don't have to. <laughs> They're Madonna fans. Madonna fans would rather listen to Madonna than do their homework. This is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to my entire high school. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Michael, we want to thank you for coming on the show. This was really fun. Um, fun. And I want to thank all of our... Thank you. I want to thank all of you guys, our listeners, who are the guys who keep us making the show every week. It's fun. And um, I'm hoping that you guys get something out of it because we definitely do, Uh, especially during this fucked up year that we've had and speaking of the fucked up year we've had let's not continue this trend everyone please vote november 3rd or earlier vote i'm voting i'm voting i want to try voting tomorrow early i'm gonna go vote tomorrow i'm going in i I don't know if it's gonna be a shit show but um i want to doesn't matter because you know me for me waiting in line for six hours uh to cast my vote is infinitely better than another four years of this bullshit Mm -hmm. amen to that (sighs) yeah so go vote people have a happy halloween and then go vote exactly and why don't you guys send us some photos of your Madonna costumes if you decide to go out this year? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Can we make a deal that next year we'll come back and talk about all of the ideas you've had for which Madonna you would be if it was a Halloween party? I, why not? Done. Just, I why think, not? Yeah, why don't right. we just have a Madonna Halloween party next year? Because God. Oh yeah, like a Zoom Madonna party. That'd no, like live. Oh, in person. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we'll be in in person. I mean, once this is this is this is a wrap, I really just want to go out and hang you're, out with people. You're gonna have that Madonna gangbang. Yeah, I know. We know. Ooh, no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Fresh. Okay. On that note, um, on that. thanks, guys. We'll <laughs> see you next time. Thanks Bye-bye. so much. Bye. Bye.